WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that thing? The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Let's take that uh, reverb out. Thank you, my man. Uh, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We are live from the Three Foot Hotel, a tribute portfolio property. Marriott, Bonvoy, Meridian, Mississippi, Art Deco, 130 rooms, and it is a spectacular property in downtown Meridian, right across from the MSU Raleigh Center and right by the Max, among many other restaurants and bars and cool things to uh, experience and hang out. We want to welcome in our friend Craig Ray, Director of Tourism, Visit MS, Visit Mississippi, and Craig joins us live from the Three Foot Hotel on the Yingling Lager guest line. Craig Ray, good morning, buddy. How are you? Well, good morning, Bo. So great to be here. I would have never thought after many years of dreaming and rebuilding that we would be sitting on the top floor of this beautiful building with your show, just looking out over Meridian, all these wonderful tourism opportunities and restaurants and Weidman's and Oh, and, and the Riley Center and the Arts and Entertainment Center and the Children's Museum and uh, just it's uh, it's amazing. It's kind of surreal. It is. It is. And this this hotel is beautiful and just how it's set up. We surely hope people will come here and visit because it's a great uh, weekend getaway or excursion during the yeah. week too. It is swanky. It's cool. It's got a great vibe. Art Deco. Built in the 20s, That's right. and when they restored it, they they uh, they grabbed that time and took it, you know, 100 years uh, to today, and it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and thank you for having us and, and hosting us once again here in Meridian at the Three Foot Hotel. Also, another big tourism event coming up. Cruising the coast That's on right. the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast? That's right. That's right. I know that you and Didi talked about all the great things here in Meridian here and all that's happening here. But I thought we'd talk about some other events here in the state that are coming up uh, the first week of October. Cruising the Coast, what a great signature event for the whole state that's held on Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is their 26th year. This year, even through COVID and through inflation, they have a record number of cars that have signed up from all 50 states and four countries, and over 9,000 entrants, another 15,000 that don't enter that just drive down there, and then about 100,000 fans for seven days that just watch car shows and, and just enjoy the Gulf Coast. They have uh, the Beau Rivage. We'll have Jay Leno, who will also be here in Meridian that same week here at the Raleigh Center. Very cool. And 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 the Beach Boys will be performing. So just a, a, another wonderful event. Uh, again, it's held on the coast, but we want everybody to come down and see it. It's an amazing number one car show in the United States as rated by USA Today. How about that? And, you know, for any state to have a signature event like this, other than, of course, we have SEC football yeah. and SEC baseball, which is big for Mississippi, but to have a true national signature event, that's, that's really special. Um, Another event that I wanted to share with you. Now, this is uh, cool. In the spring, this is an event that the state of Mississippi and the city of Cleveland bid on. Gosh, it was about four years ago. It's a World Music Tourism Conference. Uh, it rotates around the world, various uh, various countries. This will be their seventh event. We were scheduled to host it three years ago. It's been in uh, London, Liverpool, Cologne, Germany, Franklin, Tennessee, and it we were in that mix earlier, so now it's rotating to uh, Mississippi, to uh, to Cleveland, Mississippi, and so we'll use the Grammy Museum and all the great fun properties up there, and it's in the same week as Juke Joint Festival, so all nice. of our international guests coming in, we're expecting at least 41 speakers from around the world and other international guests to join, plus our, our local guests are about three to four hundred people uh that will be there 
for those fans that are following this new group uh, uh, from the Mississippi Gulf Coast that's in uh, uh, America's Got Talent, uh, Chapel Heart, they are going to be performing at our event. I love it. So we have this unbelievable uh, lineup of speakers and guests and planning it for uh, Jackson as the host city for arrivals, for international arrivals, and then um, sharing the whole Delta with all of our guests and to end up at Juke Joint. So we're we're really excited about that event, Uh, planning and hoping for safety and all planning but but in the in in the interim through this while we were planning in the very beginning cleveland has built uh two hotels not nearly as nice as this one that we're in today <laughs> but they're both swanking cool too called the cotton house and the, been Lyric, there. and the lyric hotel right and so those will be the hosts for uh for all of our guests so, for the world tourism yeah yeah so this is an international Music. event that we bid on we as a state with the city of Cleveland, we're just excited to, to host this event. And we've been playing it for a long time. So those those are two really big events that we're looking forward to this year and, and, and hoping the continuation of the opening of the United States for our international travelers to come in to see all of our new properties to include this location here, our international travelers visit through the whole state. And so we're glad those borders are open and people are starting to travel again. Heck, yeah. So the World Music Tourism Conference next year will be the same week, that's usually April, uh, of Juke Joint. I just Juke received Joint. a text. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's will be the first part of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Juke Joint goes like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got it. So we'll, we'll merge the two. Okay. All right, and then um, cruising the coast uh, is this fall with nine thousand. The first uh, week of October. Yep. First week of October. Craig Ray, uh, visit Mississippi, visit MS. Joining us on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone, and Craig joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. So you've been telling me about this property for six to eight months, and uh, having stayed here last night. Uh, honestly, it exceeded my expectations. This place is off the chart swanky and cool. Well, I I shared a story last night with y'all about my daughter coming over with her. Oh, that was great. With her high school theater class in the theater competition, and she had, as much as she travels with me around the state, she had never been to Meridian before, and so she came over with her school group, stayed at one of the highway hotels here in town but they the events were at the riley center and they they took them here for a visit to this hotel they took them to uh the children's museum the arts entertainment center and and it snowed (laughs) at the same time and it was like daddy this this is the coolest town in mississippi this is all these great things are happening. I can't believe you never told me about it. I said, well, they've been being built and developed over the years. And, sure. And so in the eyes of a of a high schooler from Jackson, uh, they're like, we can't wait to come back. And she went to Wideman's? Oh, yeah. I loved Wideman's. Yeah, yeah. sent pictures, posted social media for it. So it was uh, it was great. But that was uh, through the eyes of a youngster, young traveler here in the state to see what's happening here at Meridian. It, it's very special. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, Craig Ray on the show. Craig, thank you so much. We appreciate you taking some time today. We're going to have one more guest in the next segment. And, man, this is it, it, this thing just got even better. Um, you know, it's it's good to know people. Um, you know, when, when, when the rooftop bar, the boxcar, will open a little bit early and, uh, and showcase their uh, – mixology and bartending skills for us i'm not going to complain about that so i'm all about it craig ray thank you thanks for hosting us always yes uh you know i was talking to dd earlier y'all rolled out the red carpet for us and it started up here yesterday afternoon with a beverage on the rooftop bar at the box car and then we went over to the three foot brewery which is uh super cool last night i may have ended up at harvest grill too but that's how you know when you don't have to start the show until 9 a.m. You can go just a little bit later. I'm usually starting the show at 7 a.m. We're live from Meridian, Mississippi, the Three Foot Hotel, a tribute hotel property. Marriott Bonvoy. Find them on Instagram.
I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. And good morning. Welcome in. We are live from Meridian, Mississippi in the Three Foot Hotel, a uh, tribute hotel, Marriott Bonvoy property, downtown Meridian, right across from the MSU Raleigh Center. And we're here at the rooftop bar, which is called the Boxcar. And I want to thank uh, Didi Mogoyan and Craig Ray for hosting us once again and uh, we've we've had a great time today. We've got one more special guest to join us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And that is Terry Dale Cruz, head of campus for MSU Meridian. And he joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Terry Dale, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you uh, jumping on the show with us. There's all this momentum in Meridian and downtown. And it all started with the uh, MSU Raleigh Center almost 20 years ago. And uh, how long have you been in Meridian now? I'm completing seven years here. But, you know, as we sit here and we're we're up here at the rooftop now, 11 stories up in the three-foot hotel, it's really neat to look over exactly what's happened down there with our Raleigh campus in downtown Meridian. And it's quite phenomenal the impact that that's had on the city. And at Mississippi State, we're just really proud to be a part of that and part of the growth in Meridian. And, of course, uh, this has been kind of top of mind for Dr. Keenum, too, over the years to, to grow the Meridian campus and to see it come to fruition. I know it has to be excited for you and your team. Absolutely. Every time he's here, you know, but he says – um, Meridian is Mississippi State's town, and we're Meridian's university. And so it's, it's kind of neat that he is a like big that. champion of Meridian, and he's a big champion of what the university is doing here, and it's, it's great and fun to be a part of that. So tell us about the new program that you were referencing during the break mm-hmm. and the excitement around the uh, MSU Meridian campus in this new academic program. Absolutely. So uh, our first cohort of our master of physician assistant studies program is actually just completing They're in clinical rotations right now and they'll graduate in may and so as you're aware a master of physician assistant studies program prepares mid-level practitioners uh, for clinical work in the state of mississippi and so in a state like ours that's so drastically underserved from a healthcare perspective particularly in rural primary care we're excited to be able to bring this program to the table and really do something to address those shortages and bring health care um, to, p- to people purely, uh, really in rural primary care sure. settings of the state. So, And yeah. so the first class will graduate in May? In May of 2023. So they're That's out awesome. right now actually working with some of our best physicians across the state, going through their clinical rotations, and they'll be ready to get out there and get in the field. This time next year, they'll be out there serving patients. So this this went from the MSU Raleigh Center to now the whole block, right? right. So it started, uh, the Raleigh Foundation, right around 
to the early 2000s, had a passion for restoring this historic opera house, you know, yeah. that we now yeah, call the Raleigh Center for Education and Performing Arts. And so this passion for restoring the opera house and developing what was the Marks Rothenberg clothing store, department store, into a world-class performing arts and conference center in downtown Meridian, um, did a lot, not just to spur the development of this campus for Mississippi State, which, by the way, has resulted in a building that houses our PA program, but it also did a lot for downtown Meridian. There's been such a the ripple effect um, throughout downtown Meridian on the impact on people opening businesses down here. You mentioned several of those earlier. The impact on eventually that extends across uh, the bridge over the railroad into the Children's Museum down there. That's yeah. another project that I've been very fortunate to be a part of. Um, it's just, you know, it's changed the way downtown Meridian looks, the way it feels. And then having this hotel down here now, uh, the vibrancy down here at nighttime last night, even we had full moon on 5th, which is right in front of the, the Riley Center. Nice. So just the vibe down here right now is completely different than it was even seven years ago when I moved here. And so it's been kind of neat to watch that happen. Did you ever, we're visiting with Terry Dale Cruz, head of campus, Mississippi State Meridian. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. When you moved here seven plus years ago, did you ever imagine or envision a property like the three-foot hotel? I don't know that I imagine this specific property specifically, but I do remember when I interviewed with Mississippi State and a community forum right down here in the Riley Center. Um, they asked me at the end of the interview process, at the end of the forum, if I had anything else to say. And I'd had the opportunity to visit colleges and universities throughout the nation. I was very familiar with the work that schools were doing through branch campuses and regional sites. And one thing I said to the people then is, do you know what you have here? Do you know what you have, not just to have a well-resourced university campus like this in Meridian, but do you know what the community has here through um, the great philanthropic support, the business community support that we have locally? Look at the two major healthcare entities that we have here. There was just a lot in place to make this a really great place. And I could see that when I decided to come here. And so I don't know that I'm surprised that much about the development that's happened. I just didn't see it happening quite the way it did. But I'm not surprised that things are happening here and um, that there's a vibrancy that's coming to downtown Meridian. How many employees and students does the MSU Meridian campus have? So last year we served just under a thousand students on this campus and we have about a hundred employees, full and part-time employees. Wow. Here. So it's, you're seeing some really good growth. We are, we are. So, um, of course we have programs that span, uh, business arts and sciences, education, doing a lot of work with area school districts now to address the teacher shortages. So I can only imagine. Yeah. So that's that's a great boy to feel, Phil, for this uh, MSU Meridian campus. We're visiting with Terry Del Cruz on ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the Out of Bounds Show. We're live from the Three Foot Hotel in downtown Meridian, 130 room hotel, and we're right across from the MSU Raleigh Center. So um, I would, and you have two campuses. We do. We have this campus in downtown, and then we have another campus out adjacent to Meridian Community College. Okay. A lot of synergy there. Yeah. That's where we started, actually. Uh, we started on the Meridian Community College campus 50 oh. years ago. This what? is our 50th anniversary in Meridian. And so we've had the Riley campus for almost 20 years now. Okay. And are you here or out there? Both. You're so both. I'm out there on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and down here on Tuesday and Thursdays. Thursdays, the best of both worlds. It's really great. Are you enjoying it? I am loving it. This community's growing, lots of momentum. Uh, you know, to see the small towns reboot and and grow and kind of find their space is super exciting. What yeah. an asset for Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. We're glad you were able to get over here and see it and see all the great things happening. Well, I appreciate you jumping on the show. Congratulations on your success, and uh, y'all keep growing and doing your thing. Thanks so much. Terry Dale Cruz, head of MSU Meridian on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, and we are live from the Three Foot Hotel, 
130-room hotel in downtown Meridian. I'll be honest. I can't believe this 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 property is here. This is amazing. They nailed it, and uh, we've had a great time. I want to thank uh, Craig Ray for hosting us, and uh, he basically gave me an ultimatum a month ago. He was like, you will get to Meridian before you get too far into football season, and um, we will celebrate everything that's going on downtown. And it's super exciting. I also want to let everybody know that this weekend we have MRA football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We have Mississippi State football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And for the first time ever, we have New Orleans Saints football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We landed the Saints first year on The Zone 105.9. And so we'll have the coaches shows pregame and postgame on Sunday the Saints play in Atlanta, but you can tune in here at 10 a.m. and listen to the pregame, then the Saints game against the Falcons, plus we'll have the uh, postgame. I want to thank everybody here uh, in Meridian and at the Three Foot Hotel in downtown Meridian for hosting us. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. When the lights are about to be turned off, you know what you need. Because you gotta somehow make that paper, right? Right! You come to the right place for that. Because it's time for Bo Bounds to to show you the Oh, here we go. Show me the money. Show me the money. Powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com. Blake and I were there last week. We had an absolute blast. And uh, we also had a wonderful dinner at Philip M's, the uh, old-style Vegas steakhouse there at Pearl River Resort. And then we hit uh, Mama M's on uh friday for lunch and it's this super cool craft beer bourbon bar that they just rolled out it's right across from the sports book so show me the money powered by the golden moon casino sports book if you're looking for a cool game day experience with your buddies that's what you want to do a little golden moon casino sports book and dancing rabbit golf uh we want to welcome in day bar two college football matrix analytics and uh, also his Patreon account, where he is uh, BTN, Bet the Numbers, baby. He is uh, calling the shots, and they had a good weekend last weekend. We'll see if they can do it again this weekend. Bartu joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Bartu, good morning. How are you, man? Dude, what's better than an Ole Miss and Mississippi State win and an LSU choke in a single week? Does it get any better than that? Seriously? No, no. That's like bourbon and a 32-ounce uh, ribeye from Kessel right, Prime. Right, right. While, while you're watching the Saints cover minus five and a half at Atlanta, right? There we go. <laughs> um, no, that was, uh, that, was, that was a fun weekend, uh, opening weekend. And uh, LSU, speaking of LSU, uh, one of only, I think, eight teams in the, in the first two weeks, week zero and week one, um, that uh, that dropped a negative coach effect on their staff. Uh, so Brian Kelly obviously picks up a minus one game coach effect uh, at LSU, losing to FSU. And for everybody listening, you're like, well, why is that a big deal? Well, anytime LSU, a top five recruiter loses, kind of a big deal. But you and I have talked about this before, Bo. It starts the dead man walking watch list. That's what we're talking about because anybody who posts a minus four coach effect, little thing that I have, we'll, we'll, we'll address this every week throughout the season. Anybody who posts minus four or worse since 2000, only five head coaches have survived it to, to four years. Five total. So Brian Kelly and Brett Pry at Virginia Tech both earned minus one this weekend. They are officially on the dead man walking watch list. Yeah, and they Brian Kelly has several more tough 
as you know, being in the West, uh, tough games that he put plus East for that matter. Good grief. Uh, Right. Uh, All of it. It's the SEC in Texas and Oklahoma ain't even here yet, man. So, you know, and the interesting thing uh, with that FSU LSU game, uh, the highest graded guy on Florida state staff is their special teams coach. Wow. Highest graded guy on their staff is a special teams coach. And what made a difference in that football game? Block kicks. Yeah, and he adjusted. Wow, that's all right. So, highest graded dude on Norvell staff, special teams coordinator from Florida State. Okay. Yep. Yep. He is. He is solid. Now Norvell as a play caller is also really good. Gotcha. After that, it kind of falls off the the edge. But the most going into that game, if you said, "Hey, where does where does Florida State really have an edge?" Um, I would have said special teams. Now, now, Polian at LSU is pretty good, too. Uh, but the FSU uh, at LSU, the FSU guy, though, is top 20 in the country. Uh, and the ACC has some good special teams. So uh, that, was, uh, that was a pretty impressive win. I, I, I always say, you know, instead of poo-pooing teams, you know, week one's always about, oh, man, this team's overrated. Oh, I guess this team sucks. And this, why don't we just say, you know, something Florida State maybe is pretty good. Maybe East Carolina is better than we thought. Maybe Notre Dame ain't that bad, and Ohio State is really good. You know, maybe Oregon still sucks. Oh, yeah, they still suck. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Dave Bartu on the Yingling Lager guest line, and the lines that I'm going to throw out to Bartu, they may not line up with our listeners' lines, but these are the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, which is what we're going to go off of, all right? We're on the PRR Sports app. Uh, you can go to PRRSports.com, download it. Because once you get on property, you don't have to wait in line. You can bet. And that, I think that's the key. You can go get a Heineken, whatever. You can go to Blackjack Table. You can just have fun. Uh, but you don't have to. I mean, those lines on game day are an hour long, which is no, no bueno for me. So here we go. I want to start off with this. This is the game of the week in the state. Mississippi State at Arizona is minus 12 Mississippi State. All right, now you can get it on Caesars for minus 11. You you understand why it is that way. It's local. And then it's 59 and a half over under. So, okay. part two. What, do you have the open on that? That's really important in this process. Now, I can I can look it up while we're yakking here. That is, that is not hard. Um but the open and where it's going is actually really important. So I, I got it as an open at 14 and a half in favor of Mississippi State. Now, for everybody listening, you're like, well, so what are you, what are you talking about, Bartu? The, I follow a trend. This is team X versus team Y. So we have an opening of minus 14 and a half in week two. So I'm just looking at all the minus 14 and a half openings over the last decade in college football in September. Now, this doesn't happen very often. It's not that, uh, that common of a line. So we, we have an open at minus 14 and a half, and we've moved down. You're at minus 12 and a half, and some of the books, you got Caesars, you got MGM. These things are at minus 10. A lot of money seems to be piling in uh, on, on Arizona. So my first thing is you're probably going to avoid betting this line because obviously it's way off or at least the open seems to be way off because you have so much money pouring uh, in on it right now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Let's talk talent. So Jed Fish was there last year. I don't know if this is fair. They went 1-11, mm-hmm. kind of coming out of a COVID year, whatever. He loaded up the transfer portal. They're 1-0. They beat San Diego State last weekend. There's not a lot to go off of with him. But when you size up talent, location, coaching effect, lay it out for us this weekend in Tucson. Oh, it's, it's unquestionably Mississippi State. There's no question about that. Okay, when, when we're just looking at evaluating um, the, the quality of coaching, the quality of player, obviously, uh, you know, Tucson's going to get a little bit of a home, home field kick. All right, but from a recruiting standpoint, even with the transfer portal, uh, Arizona's still at the bottom of the bucket. I mean, we're talking lower than we're talking Missouri, uh, Vander, somewhere between Missouri and Vanderbilt level of talent. All right. Now, the the one guy that 
Arizona did get the transfer out of Washington State, Laura. He is really good. I remember watching him as a freshman a couple years ago going, dang, this guy has some skills, but he ran into a lot of problems uh, at Washington State, and they told him to move along. So he moved to Arizona. And you and I both know how much a quarterback can kick up a college football team. But from a talent standpoint, you you have a borderline top 25 recruiter in Mississippi State. In fact, Mississippi State, without the transfer portal, has out-recruited Ole Miss in the last four years. Ole Miss is relying way more on the portal than State. So from a talent standpoint, easily, easily in favor of State. And, and obviously, look at the line. It's minus 14 and a half <clears throat> on the road. Um, but it dropped down. And then from a coaching standpoint, with Fish, it's just really a second year. And by our grades, it's not a good staff. It's bottom three in the Pac-12. Uh, so you got a low-talent um, roster, low-talent staff, with really good quarterback, though. That's kind of the dynamic here is that quarterback uh, is pretty good. So, you know, the preseason pick was obviously Mississippi State in this football game. Um, and, and the line reflects that, you know, even even Vegas says, I mean, two what, two two touchdowns and a kicker and a hook, uh, that's a pretty big spread on the road even in college football. So I, I totally side with that, uh, that part of it. Now, I got the f- opening at 14 and a half for the road team. Um, and in the last, oh, you're going to love this. So in the last 10 years, it's not very common, but op- a road college football team opening as a 14 and a half point favorite only happened three times in September in the last 10 years. All three, the line moved up. This one moved down. So we've never had a move down in 10 years. There's never been this kind of open and a move down to close the spread. All three have gone up, and the road team has covered all of them. Hmm. Now, if you look at and if you look at overall in the first five weeks, so week one of September through week one of October, it has happened nine times total, and the road team has covered four of them. No, home team's covered four, so the road team is fifty-five percent. So. Early in September, this kind of open, I am leaning towards Mississippi State to cover that. But it's not a strong lean. It's not that strong because we don't have a big sample size. Now, you said it opened up at 54.5, right? On the total? It's 59.5 right now. Oh, it's 59.5. All right, my mistake. Well, let's punch that into the... Into the supercomputer, which is basically a Dell laptop in my mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll make some fake whirring. It's it's working. Um, fifty nine and a half. Did it? Did it? Let's see if this thing moved up or down on this thing. And Blake, you're just gonna have to go through and. Here, we'll do this. Dave Bartu on yeah. the Yingling Lager guest line. Check out his Patreon account. Sorry. So that's where Bartu is going to post and upload his picks on the Patreon account. Patreon. Some of you are familiar with it. Some of you aren't. Patreon account. Uh, it's easy to find. Uh, you can just type in Dave Bartu. You'll find it. And... <laughs> Um, the CFB Matrix, baby, right? Just yeah. type in CFB Matrix. CFB you'll, Matrix. You'll it's easy to find there. And um, and that's where he'll start uploading the picks. And he'll adjust, too, throughout the, the deal. I mean, you'll want to refresh Friday and Saturday morning and so on. Um, but, yeah, it's 59 and a half, bar two. Okay, on- and, and, it, and it opened at 60 and a half. That, that's, that's our important number for me. Is, is we have an open at, at 60 and a half. So, which is interesting because your line, you're down. You're at 59 and a half. Nationally, it's currently at 61 and a half. So this kind of makes it difficult sometimes when you have, we have all these local books and depending on who's running what, um, the numbers can change uh, because each, each book's trying to get its best line. So, with Mississippi and Mississippi State games, you're talking about a book that's in the state of Mississippi. They're going to have different lines than national. Absolutely. Because, because the fans are going to be emotional about it. Sure. That, right? You know, oh, man, we're going to cover that. 
So you're, you're, you're not going to maybe get the same lines that are out there. But that's one of the cool things about what I do is I don't care where the line's at. What I care is where it opened and then where it moved to. That's the important thing in, in, in what I do. Um, so when you have this kind of open, a 60 and a half uh, in, in September, that open covers 50, goes over 59% of the time. So not a strong one. It's not a strong over. That's not a big lean. I'm, I'm looking for leans that are 67 plus percent winners over the last 10 years. That's what I look for when I do this. And I do this with every game, uh, NFL and college football, each week. I just finished all the NFL and posted that stuff. So with this football game, the open at 60 and a half, it has gone over 59% of the time in the last 10 years in the month of September, four week window. Um, so I'm going over 60 and a half or wherever it lands, right? If it, if it goes, if it keeps going up 61, 61 and a half, 62, 63, the biggest move in the last 10 years is all the way up to 63 and a half. Um, and that was, that happened twice. They both went under, but at 63, it happened twice, both went over. So as long as this moves up, and stays 63 and under, I'm taking the over on that football game. Okay. Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds Show. That was a little Hell State, Arizona preview. Uh, he joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. What about Kentucky at Florida? Um, our line is minus six and a half, the Florida Gators. Mm. Shoot, how about that game last week? Unbelievable. Right? Totally unbelievable and uh, stuff the hell. I mean, all the game changing plays were, you know, fourth and goal to, you know, short, short conversions. And uh, Whittingham called the same plays he always called highly predictive behavior in that football game for Utah did not go from script uh, and Florida stuffed all of it. Um, so this this game we got it open. I have it opening. I got Florida opening as a four and a half point favorite, and it's moved to minus five. That's what I'm looking at here. What what is what does Golden Moon have right now? Minus six and a half. Oh geez, little home cooking there in Mississippi, <laughs> right? I mean, so so people. So so what that tells me is um, you guys hate Kentucky. Right, you're actually not betting Florida. You're betting against Kentucky. I get it, right? I mean, who 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 isn't getting sick and tired of hearing how great Stoops is when he has like three seasons over 500 out of the last ten? So <laughs> I get it. I get it. The hate's real. Okay, so we got we have a minus four and a half open on the home team, and it's moved towards the home team down to five. All right, um, this isn't a big occurrence. Uh, but when this happens, this short move. So what I'm looking at is, is I'm taking Florida to cover this if the line doesn't move. So if it stays between four and a half and minus six, I'm taking Florida to cover. Once it breaks minus six and Kentucky is at plus six and a half or better, it flips. Then you want to start taking the road team at that. So if you're betting this, if you're at the window at the Golden Moon on Saturday morning, and I'm looking at opens and closes. So we're not betting this today. We are waiting for this to close. If it closes at minus four and a half to minus six, we're taking the Gators. Okay. If it drops down, we're going to pass on this thing. If it drops down to minus four or minus three and a half, it still leans the Gators. The only time in the numbers that you want to take Kentucky is if you're getting plus six and a half or more. Otherwise, the lean is a strong one towards Florida. Okay. All right. So six and under Florida. Six yep. and yep. under Florida. So, yeah. So if, if, you, if, you get, if you're at four and a half and right now, what is it? It's minus six. Six and a half. So we're, we're six and a half. Yeah. I wouldn't even bet that thing. I wouldn't okay. even bet that thing. I I I would wait for the book to try to adjust it but down. On Caesars, it's minus five and a half, which mm -hmm. Bartu would go Florida. All right. Yeah. See, moon squeezing y'all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, because look, when we talked to Chris Hopwood, the director of the sports book, the most bet teams mm -hmm. 
um, at the Golden Moon is Alabama 1, Mississippi State yep. 2, and a lot of times Ole Miss 3 because, like you said, it's the local the local flavor. Right, All right, right. right. And, 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 and if I'm Chris, right, I mean, the, the most important thing, if, I'm a, if I run a sports book like, like Chris, if I'm Hopwood, I am using all the betting data, national versus local, and I am basically I'm just going to use analytics on your personal behavior. I will find where Mississippi State fans overbet, where Ole Miss fans overbet, where Bama fans overbet. I will find the behavior. This is no different than profiling Kylie Whittingham on fourth and two and less, right? We find the behavior, and then we adjust our lines to put the odds greater in our favor. So, you know, that's that's just the best thing you can do. So, you know, if everybody bets Alabama, SEC teams, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, yeah, if I'm Hopwood, I am following your behavior and I'm making you pay for it. All right, let's go with the tease. What's your bet of the week? Bet of the week. I don't have one for college football. I haven't got into college football yet. Okay. I haven't. Right. But one of my teases was right at the open. New Orleans minus five and a half, baby. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it opened at minus three and a half and um, for the road team. So New Orleans is on the road at, at the Birds. And it opened at minus three and a half Saints. And the move went to minus five and a half. Now that move in the month of September in the NFL, that move the road team covers at 78% of the time. Mm. So one of my bets of the week in the NFL is absolutely, and it's, it's posted. I'm looking at I'm looking at my Patreon page right now. I'm not even looking at the spreadsheet. New Orleans minus five and a half at Atlanta, and I would love it if it dropped down. If it dropped down to minus five, minus four and a half, minus four, as long as it's bigger than the open at minus three and a half, I am taking New Orleans to win that football game. Bet of the week in the NFL. That's a noon kickoff. Saints at the Falcons. That'll be Dennis Allen's first. Uh, game as a head coach. All right, we'll go back to college. App State at Texas A&M. A&M struggled to score like I thought they should last weekend. Um, this line at the Golden Moon is minus 20 A&M. But the, the, see, here's the thing. Would people stop making excuses for A&M? Right? Struggle, they struggled to score like you expected. No! You shouldn't expect that out of a top five recruiter. That's crap, right? I mean, you could expect a top five recruiter in Ohio State to struggle against a top 10 recruiter in Notre Dame, but not against the FCS team. See, that's the thing with A&M. I'm going to go off a little tangent here. Everything that you expect out of A&M is valid. There are five top five recruiters in the country, right? Bama, awesome. Georgia, awesome. Ohio State, yeah, they squeaked one out against a top 10 recruiter in Notre Dame, but they're awesome, right? So when you expect awesome from A&M, it's valid. So to say, well, they struggled like I expected. Why are you expecting that? There's only one reason. You think Jimbo Fisher sucks. That's it. There's no fans or butts. That's it. You just don't believe in Jimbo Fisher making a gazillion dollars a game to go eight and four. So, um, you know, that being said, we saw App State put up, what, 40 points in the fourth quarter against Gene Chizik. Good God. Mac Brown would be 0-12 every season without Phil Longo. Why Phil Phil doesn't have that job? Just give him that job and put Mac out the pasture because hiring his buddies and and allowing sixty one is ridiculous. Um, so they're they're gonna they're gonna put App State's gonna put up the points, and we know that App State from a program has been really consistent for a long time, and they've cycled through a lot of head coaches. You know Satterfield and Drinkwitz, and now whoever the hell's there right now is still winning football games. So I think it's more about the program uh, than the head coach. So, what did you say, 28 and a half? 20. 20? But we're still taking App State, right? I mean, I, I'm not looking at my spreadsheet right now. I don't, I don't know what the open is on that. Um, but based off of what we've seen so far, and I agree with you, that still was a struggle on the offensive side against a team they should have they should have had 31 in the first quarter. They should have pounded them as a top-five recruiter. Uh, you got a new defense. Uh, but App State's going to put up a bunch of points. So, but if I'm betting it, that's one I'd probably sit on and wait till I can get a hook. See if I can get to 21, 21 and a half. Ah, uh, yeah. A better football score. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, well, let's wait for a better foot. Now, 20, 20 and a half isn't bad. 
right? Because that, 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 that's a nice football score multiple. We don't want to be on 18.5 or 19.5. That's no man's land. We're giving up points there. So I want the 20.5. I want the 21. I want the 21.5. And, and then after 21.5, I don't care up until about 23, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but given what App State has done so far, and look, that's a really good staff. That is top three staff in the Sun Belt as well. So I like the way they're coached. They got a new offensive line coach that is really good. Uh, I like what they did last year. Uh, and and AM, you got you still have a new quarterback, I believe, and you have new defensive coordinator in Durkin. Um, so I'm not a fan of the 20. Uh, I'm a fan of sitting and seeing if that moves and see if I get a better number. Okay. Let's, uh, Dave Bartu, show me the money powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and uh, a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. South Carolina at Arkansas. Arkansas is minus nine and a half. Oh, and it opened lower than that too, didn't it? Yeah. No, that's about where it's at. It opened at nine and a half. Okay. Open minus nine and a half. I got it dropping down to minus eight and a half right now. Uh, okay, that's what I have on Caesars. Yeah. Satterfield's still the offensive coordinator, right? <laughs> All right. So South Carolina is still the first first twenty four wins. Um, <laughs> but you now here's interesting: a nine and a half open in the last decade in college football is is a pretty frequent number um the road team this this is actually good for south carolina i'm leaning south carolina to cover this uh as long as a slight lean to south carolina most most of the time when nine and a half opens the line gets bigger uh it's rare that it drops down uh it doesn't happen very often but it slightly favors the road team when it drops down this is really kind of an unbettable line for me because the sample size is too small. Now, if it goes up, if it goes the other way, if money comes in late, we're talking to close. If it gets to 10, 10 and a half, especially that's kind of the hot number that I'm looking at the chart right now. If that line reverses and you can get South Carolina plus 10 and a half or more, that's your best bet in that situation. Right now, I don't have anything. I still kind of lean towards South Carolina covering but there's not much data there. The best bet overall is at close South Carolina plus 10 and a half or more. Okay. Let's, uh, and of course, major talent advantage for Arkansas at the coordinator positions, which we've talked about the last few coordinator. Yeah. Offensive coordinator. Look, I, I, I told you when, when South Carolina, when he hired Clayton white, I was like, that's an awesome hire. Okay. We, had, we had star power written all over that guy from day one when he was at Western Kentucky. So that was a really good hire. And you know, I also said the Satterfield hire sucked. Right. And he's below average, right? And and we all know that Arkansas, uh, you and I talked about that the, the, the first week that came out. That was the best OCDC pairing in the SEC, and it still is. Uh, so major advantage on the offensive coordinator side to Arkansas. Let's go to Bama at Texas, minus 21 and a half. Well, why would you bet anything but Alabama forever and, until Saban leaves? I mean, seriously, right? You know, I mean, it's kind of kind of boring talking about it, but um, I'm I'm curious in this game because I'm looking for the resurrection of Pete Kajkowski. Uh, I love that guy. He was incredible, absolutely incredible at Washington, and for whatever reason, uh, his his numbers last year at Texas were deplorable. I mean, just I couldn't even believe it. I really don't believe it. Um, and I get it. Look, Sarkeesian posted a crappy year last year with Texas, uh, and you don't expect the turnaround uh, to happen that quickly. But I don't want to bet this one at all, man. I don't. Um, and here we go. We got a, we got a minus 14.5 open again. I and mean, we, we were just talking about this with, um, with Mississippi State on the road, uh, except with this one you have a line that has – increase considerably uh, up to minus 20. The road team has covered this every single time in September from a minus 14 and a half open and an increase in the spread. Uh, in the last, in, in the first five weeks of the season, they cover it 71% of the time. Uh, and overall, in the last 10 years, in an entire season, 
minus 14 and a half, road open, increase in spread, road team covers at 69%. 69%. So, um, like I so if State had gone the other way, if it moved up to 15 and a half, in fact, um, this is what happened with Memphis. State opened as minus 14 and a half at home, went up to minus 17, uh, almost the same damn numbers. So we're, uh... we're betting a huge trend on this. Team X, Alabama, Team Y, Texas, Team X covers this in the last decade is 25 and 11 covering this open and move in college football. So even though it's Alabama and saying, duh, we're betting Alabama to cover, the numbers actually say Team X with a road favorite of minus 14 and a half and the spread getting bigger is a really good bet no matter who it is. Okay. All right. Uh, Southern Miss at Miami. Yikes. Minus 26 Miami. Southern Miss had a chance to win last weekend against Liberty and let it slip away. Now they go yeah. down to Miami. But that was minus a big 26. improvement from last year, right? You'd have never expected Southern Miss to be in it last year. So, you know, if, you, if you're a Golden Eagle fan, that is, that is good. And, and look, that Liberty staff is really good. Hugh Freeze, dirtbag, great offensive coordinator, right? You know, defensive coordinator is awesome. That was a great effort by Southern Miss. Now, what did we learn about Miami last week? They ain't afraid to run it up, right? <laughs> so, you know, they're not going to take their foot off the gas uh, against uh, Southern Miss. It opened at minus 27 and dropped to a whole minus 26 and a half. So, so somebody's jumping in early on uh, on the plus 27 for Southern Miss. Now, that's not a normal line. We don't see that uh, very often. But the home team in September covers the heck out of this, dude. 40 times plus 27 for the road team in the last 10 years in September. The home team covers it 65%. 65%. So we're on Miami minus 26 and a half to cover at home against Southern Miss. Okay. Let's leave it there. I, I think, I think we've hit everything that, that we want to hit. Don't you Blake? All right. Show me the money brought to you by the golden moon casino sports book and a uh, Tito's vodka, bloody Mary. If you're looking for an amazing game day experience, the sports book is also a sports bar at the golden moon casino sports book timeout lounge. Check it out this weekend, Saturday or Sunday. You will have a blast. That's day bar two. You can go to Patreon. Uh, you can get his picks. Uh, just search CFB matrix, CFB matrix. And, um, he's already got one up for the week that he really, really likes, and that's the Saints against the Falcons. He likes the uh, the New Orleans Saints. So, And the New Orleans Saints will now be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone this year, which is really cool. Thanks, Bartu. Appreciate it. See you, brother. Thank you. Dave Bartu on the Yingling Lager guest line. You're listening Out of Bounds. 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Again, Powered by an amazing game day experience at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, dancingrabbitgolf.com. Live in the Bank Plus studio, our guests join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line.